more and more in our world, people are learning, uh, leaning hard into the idea that there's no metaphysical world, um, only physical and that there is no God, there is no spirit, there are no ghosts, there is no afterlife. All metaphysics uh, are a lie to them, and at least that's the thinking that appears to be growing. I was contemplating a way to illustrate in our minds the reality of the invisible or the metaphysical, and as a means to better see it as something that does exist, uh, which better lends to the idea that somewhere there's a God. In other words, if you see life as purely physical uh, and you're a materialist and there's nothing metaphysical, then there's no God. So I'm trying to think of a way to sort of help teach, a way to see that there is a metaphysical existence for ourselves in life. Our atheist community suggests that if we peel away the physical layers of ourselves, our flesh, revealing our blood and our organs and our bones, there's nothing there. And in a physical sense, that's probably true. You take a dog looking for the spirit, you cut it open, you're not going to find a spirit. You're just going to find blood and, and carnage, right? So all biological, nothing spiritual is what the, the clarion call is to people. So my mind wandered and I looked for a place in the middle of the ocean. I'm familiar with the ocean. I grew up by it. A place that is furthest from land. And I got on Google search and I learned that a place that is in the middle of water that is furthest from any land is somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean and it's 1,400 miles from any point of land where you can put your foot, okay? So that's a lot of water if you're in that place looking out 1,400 miles in every direction without land being anywhere until you traveled that, that point. All right, so I thought of that place, vast, empty, extremely hostile to human life. You know, you're just sitting out there, right? So imagine taking an adult, uh, male or female. They've worked a job. They've had friends. They've had hobbies. They gave time and attention to people around them. They've served the community. Maybe they have a spouse or a kid. A human being with lots of engagements with the world around them through their personality and through words and ideas and things they've done. And we take that person, that adult, willingly or unwillingly, we put them on a speedy helicopter, if this is possible, and we take them out to that spot in the ocean. That's 1,400 miles away, and we drop them in it, and we fly away. What exactly is sitting in that water? Is it just biological components that are struggling to survive, treading water, eyes that are looking at nothing but water? Is that what we're, we're, or is it more, is more at risk of being lost? The person struggles within their limits to stay afloat, but what is it that drives them to thrive? 
Is it just a biological response of the material particles not wanting to drown? Is it just their fears that have been inherited from evolutionary uh, uh, means and they're just responding to all that? They cry out to the sky, help me. Is that just the sound of air passing out of their bodies from their lungs over their tongue and teeth and, and expressing something? After a day or two, a week or two, the person succumbs to the water and the wind and the waves and the sun, and they take their last breath and they die. What is lying there in that water? Imagine it, 1,400 miles away from land. Is it just biological matter? If that's all it is, how could we charge the team who put that person on a helicopter and drop them into the ocean with anything? That's what I want to know. Where is the meaning of a life if we're just biological? If we are just biological, then the taking of that life seems to be fine. I don't understand the reason why it's against the law to drop that person out in the middle of the ocean. They're just a biological functioning form. It's like it's not against the law to take a jellyfish out of that ocean and stomp on it and cut it up and throw pieces in the air. It's just a biological thing. So where's the crime in taking a human being? Does the human being have more value for some reason? Perhaps someone could argue that what is dying out in the middle of the ocean is just the biological vehicle of the individual, but that was all, and yet what is being missed by people who are living on land of that person who was taken and dropped? Their sounds their way, their personality, their efforts, their talents, and the love they extended, which cannot be quantified, to people who felt and received it. Instead of taking a fully developed adult known to others through years of interactions into the middle of that water, let's take something that is brand new and with that has had very little engagement with the outside world. A brand new infant, a baby. In fact, let's just take that human baby that is really only personally known to one other human being, its mother, for seven months or so, nine months or so, and the child is born, it's seen, it's briefly held by that mother, then it's taken to the same spot in the middle of the ocean and lowered into the water. That baby has no contribution to the surrounding world. That baby has little anything in relation to the, to the world. What is actually perishing there on the spot of the water? Is it just biological items that will fail and fade and then serve to feed sea creatures? Or is there something more animated and alive and real that gave that baby life and caused it to move and cry and flail its arms as it drowned. If there's nothing more than matter, biological matter, 
void of any sort of metaphysical presence, why are you and I cringing at the thought of someone taking an infant out to the middle of the ocean, dropping it in the water and letting it drown? Why do we miss the child? Why do we feel pain for that child without ever knowing it? It never contributed to anything on this earth. If it's just biology, then what is the point of, of missing it or feeling pain for it or crying over it? And really, what is the crime? Why are we overcome with anger at the taking of this body of such a short existence and killing it? And notice we are responding to this from a place that is invisible. Our anger and our response to it comes from a place of conscience, which no materialist can explain. They try to say conscience is just a matter of evolutionary uh, progress and, and that it's just an idea of a mind, thinking mind, and a heart feeling things, but you can't really explain consciousness from a, a material perspective. We could say that we feel for the mother's loss, but what is the mother losing? She doesn't know this, this child at all. One day, one hour, five minutes she was with it before it was taken and disposed of. This is the question then that I came to. What out in the middle of the sea, whether it's an adult or an infant, is sitting in that water? Our atheist friends attempt to paint a picture of whatever is in that sea of just being an inanimate material it where they pull or assign value to it comes somehow from what they call it being alive. When it's dead, it ceases to be an it, they say. It's no longer alive, they say. What's the difference between it being alive or dead, is what I say, if there is no metaphysical expression going on in it. So the second question, what is alive in the beans being dropped in the water? And what changes when something stops breathing, stops existing? The atheist says nothing. The Christian says something. You tell me. For me and for reasons unknown, this little exercise somehow allowed me to see individual human beings as having intrinsic value abstracted from their physical presence. And it's an evidence to me personally, you may not see it that way, as there being a metaphysical reality, even though it can't be seen, tasted, touched, smelled, or whatever, heard. See, something is dying in that water. The adult with all that is contributed to in family and friends, its accomplishments, or a newborn that only has a mom and a dad and has accomplished nothing. Something is being lost in that water. And when you get to the philosophical stance that it's just material, then I would suggest nothing's being lost. Nothing at all. And 
taking life should be legal because it's just immaterial, just like we take the lives of pigs. I don't know why a human being would be any different if there's no metaphysical reality to their existence. We might, even go, we might even go so far as to suggest that the essence of the being struggling to live surrounded by watery death is what is the metaphysical part. And while I can't measure it or prove it, it's real. And it's as real as the essence or spirit of the thing being sacrificed, as real as the memories of their voice, their cries, their love, their contribution all of which exist metaphysically in our minds and hearts, by the way. I suggest that human beings can distance themselves from the idea of a God or a metaphysical presence or influences in the world, but it gets really hard to remove from an individual being, new or old, to remove that essence of life, that essence that perishes and leaves the body truly a heap of biological material just for your consideration have a great work a great week love you